Episode 37, SaaS Marketing in 2022, Part 2. Welcome to the SaaS Venture Podcast. Sharing the adventure of leading and growing a bootstrapped SaaS company. Hear the experiences, challenges, wins, and losses shared in each episode from Aaron Wykey of Leadferno and Darren Shaw of Whitespark. Let's go. Welcome to the SaaS Venture Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Darren. And Darren, I'm I'm feeling like we're we're really mature and fancy today because we're we're in a two-part podcast series yeah. for the first time in a long time. In a, in a number uh, uh, of years, we did a three-parter uh, when Gather Up was acquired. But since then, we haven't done anything this fancy for a while and having you know the last two episodes now on what we're doing and what we want to do for marketing. Yeah. And you know what? As I was writing my notes for uh, this call today, this podcast today, I was like, we can make this a six-parter. There's just so <laughs> much we could do and talk about with regards to marketing. It's such a key thing. Funny how that is. It's the thing. Yeah. It's just one of the things I really want to talk about. Yeah. It's like the product is good. The retention rate is good. You know, everything is great on the product. If only we could just drive more people to try it, you know? Absolutely. And I, I feel like I see constantly from like the... SaaS industry talking heads on Twitter and LinkedIn and things like that, like so much of it to them that they talk about the differentiators are marketing, that yeah. it's the the playing field for ideas and the product you build and being able to build it and all, the, all of those things just like continues to shrink. Yeah. And marketing is what makes or breaks the, the growth of, of your company and marketing and sales is definitely a, a much harder challenge because the, you're not solely responsible for the outcome. If if you're an awesome engineer or a great designer or whatever else, like you can control the outcome with what you're doing. Um, it's even still trickier. You can be awesome at marketing and sales and still not always get the control of the outcome you want. You got to keep working at it until you find the thing that gets you the results that you want. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's like the product all become very similar in the competition. Like, yeah, I saw an interesting uh, thread that I saw you on about, um, you know, scheduling applications like Calendly, Savvy Cal, all those ones. And, you know, the products, they end up all being fairly similar. They provide the same functionality. And the, the thing that turns one of those companies into the front runner, the one that's, that's closing all the business is often the one that just really gets the marketing right. Yeah, they understand how to articulate their difference, even when the difference is very small, yep. and really drive that home to the the prospects and and their customers for sure. So, yep. well, let's dive in. When I scan these updates, like I'm going to change your name to Darren the Launcher Shaw. Like <laughs> you have kicked out <laughs> in the in the last yeah. month since we recorded the first episode of this. Just to catch up here, you have kicked out quite a few things like fill fill us in on uh what the launcher is is doing yeah sure so well one i get the, a lot of these things kind of started in january where we're like all right beginning of the year and then they took longer than expected and all seemed to come to a head at the same time so uh, we built a new page and importer for uh comparison with our our number one competitor bright local so we we 
finally got that launched and promoted. That's our Bright Local comparison page. And so we also build a thing so it makes it really easy for people to to transfer their campaigns from Bright Local over to WhiteSpark. You just do a couple clicks and it does it all in, uh, automatically for you. So we launched that. We also launched um, our Google Business Profile tab in the local rank tracker. So this is a cool thing that allows you to see all of the Google business profiles that we surfaced in our crawl. And sometimes it finds duplicates, practitioner listings, listings you didn't even know existed. That they're, they're like, hey, wow, thanks, WhiteSpark. You've, you've shown me all these duplicates. And it can be really powerful uh, in a large organization that has lots of practitioners, just unbelievably powerful to surface all of those for you. So that was a great launch and, and I got a lot of buzz. Um, we, we quietly launched search volume in the rank tracker. It's just a nice new feature. I didn't, I, I didn't even make an email or anything about it because it's just like search volume is one of those things that you kind of expect a rank tracker to have, but still I should have promoted it because any, any opportunity to... To get on the megaphone is worthwhile, but I, I didn't do it. Uh, we launched our new review link generator page, which uh, which it's it's this tool that we've always had, uh, and so we've been meaning to improve it and then use that to funnel people into our reputation builder. And so we have launched that, and we have seen an uptick in reputation builder sign up. So that that's been a success, even though I haven't yet promoted that. Um, our location manager should be launching really soon. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I'm kind of struggling actually because we've got all these launches. Uh, my marketing manager has left the company and so I'm really struggling to to keep up with all the things. Like there, there's a couple things that we've launched that I haven't even promoted yet. I haven't made the, the MailChimp email, haven't done the social promos, haven't made a video for. And so it's tough. It's like, ah. It's tough. So I'm trying, trying, trying to do all the things. <laughs> Here, here's the good news. You have some opportunities, right? Yeah. You just, just need to capitalize them. And sometimes too, like, yeah, based on the, the time you have and whatever, you might have to just say, I can't do, you know, I, I always try to come up with like, here's five or 10 steps of a, of a launch of a feature launch. And yep. we want to do all these things. And maybe you just have to scale back to a handful for right. now um, and then just as we talked about last podcast, like timing so much matters for us, but your customers are always new to that timing. So like, totally. don't just do a grand opening for the feature, like yeah. continue to, to market as you go. So you can come back to some of those others and do more social content or use cases and videos and, yeah. and things like that. Yeah, it could be a marketing launch every day, really. It's like yeah. you could even some of these features, you can break them down into five different aspects of the feature. And those are all in, in separate promotions, right? So yeah. there's just so much that, that could be done yep. if I had the resources to do. I'm actually thinking about hiring a VA, finally. Like a, I've explored this in the past and, I, and yep. I was, I, I'm really serious about it this time, hiring a VA just, just to assist me on all the things that I want to get done. Yep. So, are you we'll hiring someone for the marketing position? Is that in flight? You know, I, I'm not. I'm not going to hire yet. I'm still trying to figure that out. Yep. Um, right now, yeah. I think a VA helping me will 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 be our, our marketing plan for the for the moment. I might try to try to twist your arm the other way. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. It's really. It's like 
it's it's about budget. It's like if I ha- if I could afford to hire a marketing person right now, then I would. But it's it's we've got to get the growth going before I have the budget to be able to fill that position again. Yep, makes sense. Yep, yep. I, I hear you on that one. Yep. I also saw your your rank tracker, your trial conversion rate you put in the notes is just crushing it. Yeah, that's it's really speaks to marketing because our trial conversion rate is 41%. Like I think last week it was at 45 and it's dropped a little bit. Now it's 41%. Yep. That number is mind-blowingly good. Like people that sign up for a trial stay with the product for the most part. Like that's a really high trial conversion. I think the industry standard is 5% or something like that. And so that's an amazing number that really speaks to the 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 value and the quality of the product. And our churn rate's really low too. It's only 7%. And so if if with those numbers we can turn on the jets and just drive lots of uh, trials, then that seems like a pretty good formula. I think the math works out on that one, <laughs> and yep. uh, we could have a great, a great, uh, great product with driving massive revenue. Yeah, well, especially too if you can like just shave a few points off that churn rate, right? With with SMBs, things get better for you when you get to like sub 5%. Like that's right. what, what I've found to be like definitely the the goal you want to get out, uh, under. But yeah, that conversion rate's great. And that just shows, yeah, you want to be doing marketing that is funneling people into a trial because if you get them into the trial, then you're, you're going to capture almost half of them, which is awesome. Yep. What's happening with Leadferno these days? What's going on oh, for you? Man, I feel so busy lately, which is like, fun. <laughs> I, I, yep. I might, I might be one of those weird people, but when things get busy, I'm like, okay, now the party has started. Um, you know, a- anytime you throw in these summer holidays, 4th of July here, it felt like last week things were super busy leading up to it and people wanting to get things done before they take off on an extended weekend. Right. And then you come back after and people are only on three or, you know, four day work weeks. So there's more things. So just a, a lot going on there. And we also had that normal, right? We, we've been working hard for many, many months on launching our uh, Google Business Messages integration. Yeah. And it always seems when you're so heads down on that and you like, we got that into our beta and we still have like some work to kind of clean up on it. But there's a bunch of other things that you just kind of left pile up for months while you were so heads down on that. So right. um, getting into things, right, like improving some speed and performance in both the mobile app and the web app. And, you know, that's like frustrating at first. But then like once you start like shaving off and finding some of the wins, it's so great. Like the mobile app is so snappy right now. I just like mm-hmm. every time I open it, I get excited. It was like, yeah. it used to be many, many seconds. And now it's like tap, open, boom. And it's like, oh, great. Now can we just keep it here? And you know, it's like, no, it'll probably eke out over time. And then you got to come back and try to do it, what you can with it. Uh, we had a small Zapier bug that was just like a 24 hour headache uh, to get solved and to to get rectified, and then just a few other like random small bugs on like 
upper and lower case with email addresses and things like that. So yep. it's been like a week or two where it's just like all this small cleanup. And so you come down off this high of pushing something across the finish line. And then there's just all this shrapnel that you need to like clean up. But it, it feels good when you get it cleaned up. It's totally. like, okay, yeah. gotten rid of these bugs and we've made things a little faster and better. And now we can start breaking down you know, what, what we want to get after next, what's, what's in our next sprints. Yeah. As a, uh, as a active user and avid fan of the Leadferno product, I am thrilled to see those speed improvements because I <laughs> I'm in there all the time and I'm just like, it, the speed is connected to delight. And you know how yep. we talk about, you want your product to be delightful. And so it, it's like, Speed is a delight killer. If it's too slow, then it really is like, oh, you're waiting for it. And it just creates that frustration. But as yep. when things are snappy, it just feels so much better. And you just feel happy using the product. So I, that was a that was a big one for me. And I, I, I really appreciate that you rolled that out. Yeah. Well, the last thing I want is like um, crabby emails from Darren Shaw hitting my inbox. So we, we take Was that crabby? That wasn't crabby. No, you weren't crabby at all. <laughs> but I just would never want to disappoint you. You know, the the beauty is, is it, it allowed us, and it, th these are the growing pains that you have, right? It's like we have you and we have a couple other customers that like kind of crossed into this area of like over 500 message threads, right? Like yeah. 500 yeah. separate conversations. And that's where we see those starting to get bogged down. So then we went in and looked at like, okay, We've been loading all conversation threads at once. Now let's go. And the, one of the first things we did is let, let's just, um, you know, only new first, then once those are loaded, then open, then once those closed, which your closed is in the hundreds, right? So it was like yep. before you're waiting to see new and open messages for all these hundreds of closed messages to load. So there are some really easy and simple wins that we did just front end wise and how things are being called. Um, and then we've attacked some backend things too. And, and, uh, so it's, yep. it's been fun to do things and keep shaving significant time and performance. So, yep. Well, we appreciate it. That stuff is, that stuff is great and it really improves the product. Yeah, you bet. And then like a, a lot of demos, like a demo or two every day, like today's yep. my first day where I don't have a demo scheduled and mm -hmm. it's kind of a nice break. Like I could use right. a, I could use a little break. And then we've had just a ton of, I've had a ton of podcast interviews lately. I've probably recorded four or five since we last talked from the podcasting service. Yeah. And I've just so enjoyed, like I've, I've just really started to nail my talking points and the angles and like how to explain things and teach things in very succinct and understandable ways. And so I've just had a ton of fun doing those because it's like at, at first, right. It's, uh, I remember just feeling like, Oh, I don't, I don't have the story nailed on so many of these things yet. And right. now I do. And so it's like, I just want to have as many conversations as possible because I have like three, four, five, six different stories based on the questions that they're going to ask that are able to attack how people view text messaging and text messaging versus live chat. Mm -hmm. um, and what does a business need to know? And what are some tips for this personal interaction with your customers? So now it's just like, well, once you know that and you feel so confident and excited about that content and what you can talk about and how you can frame it up. Yeah. 
it's just, it's really fun. So I've been having a ton of fun with that. Yeah. With those podcasts. So I'm, I, I've gotten into that too. And, uh, you know, my podcast booking agency has me on one and I'm trying to schedule with two more right now. Um, so I'm just kind of getting into it and you, you're, I guess, you know, 10 podcast recordings ahead of me. How are you integrating your call to action? Like, you know, you're, you're speaking to an audience, you're obviously you're teaching them about the value of text messaging. And then how are you tying that back to your product so that in their mind, they're like, Oh, I should go and check out that lead Ferno. Yeah. A lot of times I'm trying to use, you know, our positioning, um, where we're different, uh, to help them understand how it will like impact their business as, as the listening audience. Right. So tying it into conversion, helping them understand we're going to drive more leads. We're going to make it easier for people to work with them helping them understand that even though it's adding one more thing to their business, we actually can create more efficiencies because they can handle 10 text message conversations instead of just being on the phone with one customer at a time. Um, So I'm always looking at like what matters to a business. Well, it's gaining new customers. It's being easier to work with, um, helping with your marketing. So using texting to ask for reviews or because texting is so accommodating and useful for the consumer. They're having a five-star experience, so they're more likely to, to write a great review. Yeah. So I'm just always considering like what what's valuable to that business and how does it make it tick? And then so how do I frame what we're doing back down to that? And then subtly pointing out the features in our product that help them do that, that are very different from just doing texting from your own app and then pointing out how we're different from some of the other products in in the market And then lastly, just we're super easy to work with. Like you have a two week free trial. We'll help you do all the setup. We'll Mm -hmm. help train you. Um, We're great at support. So all of those are reasons to stick your toe in the water. And just the same as you are with local rank tracker. Like if I get you in a free trial, I am most likely going to keep you. So that's my whole objective is like, try it. You'll buy it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so all those things that you mentioned there about like, you know, your support, you're easy to work with, it's easy to get up and running. You, you manage to work that in like at the, is it at the end where the, the podcast host says, you know, tell us, tell us how they can learn more about you and lead Ferno. Where can they follow you online? Is that when you drop that information? The, the free trial part? Yes. But like, um, features or, or you know, benefits, and how the, f- the feature that solves it, like I work that into the conversation. So the interviewers are often, these, the, there's kind of some staple things that they're really trying to dig into. Like, you know, tell us why text me- messaging matters, right? And so I'm able to talk about, this is how people want to communicate. We've done the research, we've done the studies and we see this. And here's a couple of the biggest reasons and efficiency is one of them. Yeah. And it's super efficient for the consumer, but when you use an app like Leadferno, we have efficiency built in like auto replies and save templates. So you can work faster and smarter um, on, on, on your staff and your, and your team, which is really important to your business that your sales team or your service people or who's ever using this is as productive as possible. Right. So I'm always looking for those opportunities to weave in our specific features mm-hmm. based on like the benefit answer that we're talking about in the interview. Yeah. All right. I got to Cause I, I find that with mine, I'm like just teaching them how to do local SEO on their own and then yep. I'm not tying it back into the product very well. So I, I'm working on yep. that. 
Yeah, I would think to, to me, it's thinking through features and being able to put out use cases where where this is why you really want to use our feature for this. This is what we help tell you and give you exactly. insight and allow yeah. and allow you to do. So what we're holistically or strategically talking about, we tactically help you execute on it. And let me give you a few pointers on how to do it. Um, and it's really it's really easy in our in our tool. Yeah, I think I actually have it. I have a kind of standard list of questions and a standard list of responses. Like this is the stuff that comes up on almost everyone. And so then I can go through each one of those and see how do I how do I tie in a detail about how our product can help you with that aspect of it. Yep. So I'll, I'll work on that. Yep, absolutely. All right. All right. Well, we should maybe talk. Well, I mean, we're kind of talking marketing. We should probably we get we're into the meat and potatoes. <laughs> this is always the best part about us catching up. We we should always throw a disclaimer, like if some people, if you only want the main topic in this episode, Jump skip ahead 20 to 20 minutes and 20 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah. Although we've been covering the topic the whole time. It's you're right. Yeah. It's all it's all marketing. It's all needed. Totally. So what are you doing for marketing these days at Leadferno? How are you doing it? How do you how do you market your business, Aaron? Yeah. Well, obviously we touched on the things that are in motion and things that we covered last time with content and podcasts. Um, one thing in, in looking into a couple of other areas, uh, we recently, I, um, James Foboda of uh, Web Ranking, a uh, longtime friend of both of ours, great guy in the industry, yep. engaged with him to do some keyword research uh, on the PPC side. Um, right. And I've never just really been a paid, like we started doing paid at gather up after we were acquired. And that kind of kicked off as I was leaving. Um, right. So I, I didn't get a ton of exposure to it. And obviously in running agencies for 15 years, we were running you know, campaigns for everyone else. It was part of our core delivery of services. Um, but haven't ever done it for my software pro uh, products just because I've been such an inbound marketing content, speak at conference, yep. teach Same. that, that kind of guy. So like, all right, let's at least do the research and do the landscape and see if we can pull it off. And, you know, the 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 long story short is we're just not in a position to afford what we need to do to be competitive with it, right? And I think yep. that's a lot of the tough things where, yeah, we could throw a few grand at it, but we wouldn't generate, you know, the the amount, the, uh, the amount of inertia, the amount of interactions and visibility to like really get a true feel. So ultimately our budget probably came in around a, you know, nine or 10 K to 13 at top monthly. Yep. And to go and execute that for at least three to six months to get, you know, a real good look. It's just not, That's it's just not, spend. yeah, it's just not in our budget. I want to do it badly because when I take a look yep. at the funnel and understanding how those things work from here's a visibility, here's traffic generated to the site, here's, you know, probably a window that you can count on for converting those into scheduled demos. And then yep. we know what we convert in demos. I do like the math if it holds up. The mm -hmm. problem is we just don't have enough of a stockpile budget right now if it doesn't hold up as as well as we think it could. So, yeah. you know, it's one of those when, when you know you get X on the outcome, then it's not hard to feed as much as you want into the front end. But completely being first-time campaigns, like I just know the the first 60 to 90 days are a lot of learning and a lot of adjustments and you're trying to fine-tune it. And we're just not even as in good of a financial position right now to go spend 30 to 50K to, to learn on it while still getting some customers. Our, our payback would likely be pretty long, right? It would be like yeah. 
10, 12, 14 months payback on it. And we're just not in a healthy enough position yet. That's the struggle of the bootstrap SaaS. Yes. It's just hard. Like, yeah. you know, all these marketing things you could do, but, and you can see venture backed companies just blasting the Instagram ads, the Facebook ads, the YouTube ads, they're all over the, the Google ads. And it's just, uh, you know, it's that it makes sense though. It's the attention economy, right? It's like, yep. like I said earlier in the podcast, when all the products are, you know, relatively similar, you don't have a massive differentiator. Like obviously you, everyone's a bit different. You speak up your, your differences and your benefits, but the one that is, in people's faces the most is the one that typically wins. Yep. No, totally. Yep. And the, you know, the higher level, bigger terms, it, to me, it was kind of really interesting too, through the keyword research. There's not a lot of decent volume, low level terms, right? Like things are really centered around things like business text messaging, business texting app, right? It's, it's yep. very direct. Um, there's not a lot of like, oh, here's like, just one feature. There's there's some features, but there's so much crossover into consumers because of we all use texting like crazy. So like, totally. yeah, how to text faster? Well, that would be great for us in saved replies and those efficiencies. But like, yeah. you really look at those and you're like, okay, the intent is likely not a business. That's a consumer. It's not yes. a business. Yeah. yeah. And even things like auto replies, right? Like, people want auto replies to let people know how they're, you know, I'm not available right now yeah. and I'll text you back later, things like that. So yeah. there's a number of things to it where there's, you know, there's maybe like a dozen, two dozen terms that are like, this is where you push all the chips in mm -hmm. and they're competitive. Right. Um, you know, and I get this varies. I know people pay way more, but when I see yeah. things that are 20 to 30 bucks a click. It's like, yeah, Ugh. that, you know, yeah. that's just for the click. And then we got to get them and we got to convert them and those kind of things. So yep, it's kind of led us to look into, this isn't as much marketing, um, but we've had a couple of calls with a, a lead gen service that uses email and LinkedIn um, on, on your behalf. Um, and it's basically huh? an out, outcome based model. So like there's, it, we're roughly talking around four to $500 for a booked demo. Okay. Um, so you enter into an agreement and say like, okay, uh, we're going to get you 10 demos in a month. They understand your criteria and who you're looking to, to connect with. Um, if it's not a fit, like you record the demos and you can send them to them. If it was a completely off base, they landed you someone that wasn't a customer, waste of time, whatever else you can dispute it. Yep. So that's something that we looked at. It's like, okay, we can do that and spend well under half. We can spend a third of that 10 to 13K budget and we can get a lift in how many demos we're doing. And so I think we're going to pull the trigger on that at least for a month and see, okay, what can these guys do in these 10 demos? Um, we would normally 10 demos on our own. We would land five or six of them. Um, yep. So let's see if they hold up to that. Then inside of that, depending upon the type of customer, then we're more in a payback period of, you know, four to seven months, which is, you know, that's interesting. I, yeah, math half, works, yeah. Yep, half to what the other is. So I find that super interesting, Aaron, because I am, I draw an extremely hard line on cold outreach. And that's just like, I hate it in my inbox. Yep. I hate it in my LinkedIn messaging. I block and report as spam, like my, my, 
trigger finger on blocking you and reporting you as spam is is hard. And it actually, for me, like when I get that, it if if I had seen you know let's let let's say it's Leadferno, right? So yeah. I've seen Leadferno before. I, I've I watched a webinar. I saw you on that. I I. I've saw some of your content in the Twitter sphere and I was like, this lead Ferno thing looks interesting. And I'm actually actively thinking about it. And then I get a link, a cold LinkedIn message from somebody pitching lead Ferno. My opinion of the company drops. I'm like, nope, out, get out of here. I'll call you. Don't call me. Yep. <laughs> just, so tell me a little bit about your angle with this because I just, and it, but the problem is, is that I also know that it damn works. Yeah. It actually works. And so it's this real struggle for me internally. Like, do we do it? I yep. hate it personally, but it does work. So I don't know. But how do you feel about it? This is one of those where, and I feel like we have one of these every episode where I say, <laughs> this could be an episode all on its own, right? It could like, be. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So to me, the super short version is like, uh, let's just phrase it as this, in my opinion, necessary evil. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. We know at the end of the day, we need demos. Like that's what's going to make our business go and grow. So we need those demos. So for me, not to explore and not to leave stone unturned with those um, probably isn't the best idea. And we don't, uh, you know, we don't have budget to do certain things um, and we don't have enough maturity to do certain things. So it's like, you kind of got to take what you can get. That being said, you know, that's where you're all also interested to see, right? We're going to, they'll draft copy. We'll be able to see what it looks like. How is it, you know, does it paint us in the right way, even though, right, we're coldly bumping into someone's email inbox. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm with you. There's parts of it that I don't love and I don't want to be associated with and everything else, but it's no different. Like, I, I do a bunch of cold email outreach all on my own, especially to like digital agencies and things like that. Yeah. yeah. But I'm also like, I know these guys ultimately are looking for solutions that make their customers, their clients' businesses better, and that yeah. makes their business better. Right. And so if I can do it in a tactful way, like I do go look at their websites. I do understand as much as I can about them. I try to personalize the the email. Um and yeah, it uh, I I get some, I get ignored a lot. I've only had one person ever get kind of mad at me because <laughs> the customer from their portfolio that I cited would be a great fit for us. Then he was like, why don't you research that customer further? Well, that customer was acquired, so they're no longer <laughs> right. working with them. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's like, been three I, hours before I yeah. send you your outreach email. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I just went off what was on your website, and that was a direct, easy fit. So yeah, sure. So be it. You're, you're going to have that. But my number one job is to make sure that Lead Ferno grows and gets healthy, and we get in front of people. Yep. I and, get it. Yeah. I mean, if believe me, if I got a bunch of blowback, I'd be off it real fast. And and that's sure. why it's like, how do we just test the water with this, do a month it. campaign and, and see what happens? I like that. Necessary evil. It's, it's a good way to look <laughs> at it. I, yeah. I think that that makes sense. Yeah. There's plenty of business. I mean, at Gather Up, we really did very little of it, yeah. but we, all, we also had some other advantages, right? We had like a superstar promoter in Mike Blumenthal that you know, yep. people looked at as an industry icon and Still thought, thought leader. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. So it's like, if he said, 
you know, if he was part of building that product, it, it brought a lot of people in and he, totally. he yeah. carried a, you know, and it's like, I have one tenth of that volume, uh, to my voice and to the things mm-hmm. that I have out there. So we, we have to look at some of the other things and yeah, so we'll see what happens, uh, on that. I'm like 95% on pulling the, the trigger on that. Right. I'll, I'll keep us abreast of that. Well, we will do an episode on it then. Yes. The, the other thing, and you kind of, um, uh, you and I have talked about doing this together between Whitespark and Leadferno is um, I'm doing a co-webinar with my past company, Gather Up. They yeah. reached out and um, they were like, let's do a webinar on texting and reviews together. And these kind of things I think are great opportunities. Anytime you get access to someone else's audience Huge. and you can yep. show how what they're interested in in that audience, right? The gather up mm-hmm. audience is interested in reputation and great reviews and everything else. And then they bring in someone to talk about here's things that contribute to great reviews and that's great communication and a great customer experience and uh, setting expectations, all those kind of things. Like that's a really great win-win. So mm-hmm. we've even picked up like they, they sent out to their customer list this week and I picked up a, a sign up and a demo um, just off the email going out, not even exactly. doing yep. and completing the webinar. So I want to find more of those. I have a, a couple others that I'd already been asking if there's an opportunity and things like that. And uh, I think you and I are going to put one into motion, hopefully in August. And yeah, those those are just really, really great things that finding other companies that you have synergies between your software and both of them kind of bolster each other. And then you can do content together and get exposure to each other's audience is just a great cross-sell opportunity. Yeah, that is a huge opportunity. I think the the trick there is how do you find them, right? Like, are you just, you know, you already have the relationship with GatherUp. You already have the relationship with WhiteSpark. So those ones are obvious, but, you know, how do you find new ones? Uh, are Are you working on that actively? Yeah. So I look at the ones that are out there in our space that are actively doing webinars, right? I see them putting out, Hey, we have a webinar this month. Here's what we're covering. Things like that. Those are ones that are, they already have a machine built and they're looking for these content ideas. They want to keep stuff in front of their customers. So those are the kind of ones that I've been reaching out to. It's like, I'm not asking you to do a webinar for the first time. That would probably take a lot out of you. Yeah, totally. I'm asking you in in your series of webinars to consider and pitching. Yeah, here's how I think texting would be relevant to your off, um, audience. Here's how I think it, it plays well with what you're already doing. And here's a bunch of links to other ones that I've done in presentations. Like, I promise you this will be great content. So Yeah, right. Uh, so have you sent some of those cold ones where the company doesn't even know who you are? Yes, and how, you know, let's say you've sent 20 of them. What's your response rate? Yeah. What's your close rate? Yeah. So I probably have only sent like 10 and I have three that we're in discussions with. I think two of the three will definitely happen. One oh, is that's like pretty great maybe, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and with a lot of these, right? Like when there's someone in our space, there's so many easy connections to draw upon and things totally. like that. So it's the beauty of having, you know, 15, 20 years of equity in the space even yep. if you're, you know, uh, not a not a superstar at all. If you're not a Darren Shaw or a Mike Blumenthal or <laughs> a David Mim, but yeah, people still, know your name, so they've yes. seen you on conferences. Yes. And so when your email comes in, it's not it's it's already a little warmed up. It's like I, I yeah. oh I know this guy, I've seen him yeah. before. Or so I there just is say huge like, value I, in that. I carry Darren Shaw's laptop bag at conferences. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then they're like, oh, well, if you could tell Darren who we are and we could do a webinar, that would be great. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, 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 I want to keep trying to do uh, more of those and just finding the right, right angles. And, th- and that's the stuff like, that's the stuff I love doing. The, the webinars are a little hard, like podcast interviews. I super love no slides. Yeah. Easy, you know, peasy. very little, very little prep. I'm doing prep based on like who their audience is and how do I shape it towards that. Yep. Listening to a few episodes uh, of that podcast. So I have a good feel for the host and their angles and the things that they do. But other than that's just showing up and talking about what you know and trying to be helpful and make it entertaining. Um, so yeah, the slides part of webinars is a little trickier, but they're still much easier than an in-person presentation for sure. Yeah, totally. And then the, the one other thing that we are doing, I know I'm pretty sure you're involved in this too, is um, David Mim and Greg Sterling and Mike Blumenthal, oh, yeah. part of Near Media, they're doing a survey in the agency space um, with UpCity, um, doing a, a co-partnered survey. And at the end of that survey, they did like a rewards offers page uh, of tools to offer. And so we have one of those offers. I think uh, you have one of those offers and there's a couple others. And from yep. what I understand, the list is maybe like eight, 9,000 agencies. Um, right. So I'm really excited, right? I, I look at like, okay, if they get 10% that take that, you know, you're close to a thousand agencies that take it that might hit that landing page. That's my hope. I might, I might be way too high. Um, yeah, that feels with, a bit high. <laughs> it's very optimistic. Yeah. Yes. So let's say at worst hundreds. Okay. We'll at least see that and it'll put us in front of them. And they can take action with a, an offer to get started to check out Leadferno for themselves and see if it's a fit. Yeah, and it was an easy one too, right? It was like yeah. David sends a message. Hey, do you want to participate in this? Yes. Here's my logo. Here's our offer. Here's the text. It was just like so easy to do. And it's like interesting. That's an interesting strategy. Like who else is doing that kind of thing? And where can you offer yeah. this kind of bonus? Yeah. Well, it gets yeah. you into thinking. And I think that, right, this would take more digging and figuring out. But you just think of all those like kind of member benefits programs, right? Where exactly. it's like, oh, if you're a member of this, you get access to all these great deals. Yeah. And everything else. Yeah. And it really is a great way to get, and especially in this case where it's like, yes, I want to sell to agencies all day long because I want agencies to sell us to their clients, right? I want the agency right. to be part of our partner program yep, and then be set, then be part of our sales force and be selling to these businesses that they're already working with daily for all the reasons that um, they should be texting and working with us. So th- this is a great, like when when else can I hopefully get in front of hundreds of, of agencies very efficiently with an offer? Yep. Yeah, no, that one's a really good one. Really good one. Cool. And the last one, I mean, we can come back to, because um, I think it ties into some of the things you're already, I, I want to do some of the things you're already doing great at. So let's let's talk about, what you're doing and crushing uh, with at WhiteSpark right now. Yeah, sure. So I'll just try to blast through them fast here, but videos are absolutely magic. We, I, I launched a video recently. Um, it, was, it was a video about the impact of keywords in the business name. And in that video, I made certain to integrate our product, the local rank tracker. And so on YouTube, that video has had a 3,000 views. Um, when launching the video, we got, um, you know, we probably added 400 subscribers to our YouTube channel from one video. Nice. Um, and that one video drove within the, the first few days of, of launching the video, 
um, dozens of signups for our software and over a thousand dollars in MRR. Like you could see the spike. It's like video gets released. It's, it's, it's promoted across YouTube, our email list, our, uh, social channels. It's, it's this attention as people are like, Oh yeah, cool. Oh wow. I, you know, the video is highlighting the features of the product and I can see, Oh, that's really cool that the product shows you this, this value and thousand bucks in MRR added to the roster. And so now if, if only I could do one video every day, <laughs> that would, that would really take off. Um, but it's a process. It, you yeah. know, you got to script the video. You have to record the video. You got to record the video seven, five, seven more times because you screwed up this and you screwed up that. So there's a lot of takes in the recording process. Um, then you got to do the first cut where you're like kind of fixing your ums and ahs and, and, and cutting out all the parts where you're redoing things. And then I send it to our video editor. Um, and I actually, I was just talking with uh, Nick, our product designer about this yesterday, because I have a new video I'm, I'm about to pull the trigger on it and, and push to YouTube today. But the video editing that we get done from our video editor really elevates our video content to that next level. It's, it's just like, there's nothing in my space that is as good as this. And I give a lot of credit to our, uh, my video editor, uh, Carl Grashit at Amom Studio. He's just so good at taking the video content and making it hilarious. It's like, I'm teaching yeah. you about some local SEO topic, but you're laughing like five times in the video. It just, yeah. It's so engaging. It's so wonderful, and it, it's that that value that he brings to to the video content is just next level. And so, I, I would say, if you're thinking about getting into video, find a great video editor that can elevate your your quality the quality of your videos to the next level. And then through that, you continue to grow because I have like a video on my channel that I posted. I don't know, a year and a half ago, that thing, damn thing has like, is it 10,000 views or something? So it's just like, it's this, it's just like SEO. It continues to reap rewards for you yeah. over and over. And it's just, it just, it grows. So you get, you start building a YouTube channel and it really has a, a really powerful, uh, positive impact. Yeah. Videos. That's my number one go-to market strategy. That is, uh, the thing that I want to invest more in and double down on, but they are time consuming. So that, yeah. that's, that's the struggle. Yeah. And that's the part, right? Like that's the thing that I put down here. That's totally on my wish list to get to. Yep. And yeah, it is, it is the time commitment, especially lately. It's like, I've been so busy with demos and all these things that to like block off a serious chunk of time, especially mm -hmm. to like, and I, I've done videos before I've done whiteboard videos, you know, a, a lot of different things like that. But like yep. what I want to do with these videos would take a little bit more of a concentrated effort and some yep. production to it. And so it's like, oh, how, you know, how do I find that time? How do I get it there? That's, that's probably the biggest thing. That's the hurdle I need to overcome is just getting the first one done and understanding what I need in time and commitment yeah. and process. And then seeing if, you know, does it generate one view or 100? Yep. You know, who, who knows that a lot of that comes down to how you amplify it and, and really things like does. that. But yeah, I would say I've probably got the process down to roughly five hours per video. And that's yeah. like a two minute video, two to three, three minutes, right? So the scripting, yep. the recording, the tweaking, and then actually a big part of the process, and this is maybe the most time consuming process for me personally, is planning the B-roll. So all the like 
the things I'm showing in the video oh, yeah. and and the examples and and like I'm I'm in Photoshop and I'm making things and I and yeah. I'm 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 just like the the things that are playing in the background that to go along with my my message it, that actually is probably the biggest lift for me personally and then I give that to Carl and he he works it in but he also comes up with his own ideas so it's just, it's actually that that whole post production so the recording of the video yeah I can make a video in. 20 minutes if it was just me looking at the screen talking that yep. i could do that in 20 minutes it's actually all the other stuff that elevates the video to the next level that takes all the time yeah that's awesome and so you're pushing to do more of these videos that's the dream one yeah. one per week would be a good starting goal yep. uh, multiple per week I want to get it to a point where I've got like my main videos that go through this massive editing process and we really elevate them. Plus every day I'm pumping out one of those 20 minute videos, right? Like that's, that's what I th would like to get to as, as part of my, my marketing strategy. A couple yeah. other things that we got going on are uh, we're about to launch a new landing page for our SEO services. So I'm, I'm excited about that. That's just been a real, uh, it's been in production for for months. It's amazing how much time you put into one damn landing page on your <laughs> website. But uh, we've been deliberating on that one to death, and it's 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 in its final stages. We're going to launch that soon, which I think will will be great. And that goes in nice with our referral program, which I'm really trying to ramp up through First Promoter, and then like you doing the pod podcasts. So. I just gave you the TLDR version of the last items because we're running up to 45 minutes here. So that's what's going on with marketing at WhiteSpark. <laughs> we, we spent too much time on my nonsense, Darren. We should have. No, no. That was amazing. It was, this was a great episode. I think we covered so many good things. We did. And well, just as you cited, right, we could split this out into a third part. I, I don't think we, yeah. we, we won't this time, but um, definitely something that uh, we can, you can just always revisit this, right? And hopefully we'll be, continuing to give updates uh, at the start of our episodes with how some of these things are landing and, and what we're doing, because it is like, just as we alluded to marketing really just is everything. It's, thing. Yeah. it's everything. It's you, you've got to invest in it. Trial and error, right? It's finding the right yep. channel, the right strategy that works for your type of product. And once you find the one that works, like then it's trying to make that as flywheel as possible. Yep. Totally. Well, I'm very interested in coming back to this uh, lead generation service and talking about cold outreach. I think that's a very interesting topic that I'm, yeah. I don't know. We could, we could have some good debates on that one. There you go. Hopefully I'll, I'll have an update for you next month and I can share if like we just pissed off a bunch of people or we got a bunch of great demos and good customers or, or somewhere in between. So we'll see. The amazing thing is you wouldn't hear about the people you pissed off. They would just ignore you. Every, every, but you'd be like, Hey, this is working. Look at that. I got 10 new demos. <laughs> I don't know. I always feel like in this day and age, you, you're, if you're pissing off some people sooner or later, you're going to get a Facebook post or yeah. a tweet. Like we've done some small runs of like uh, boosting Facebook posts and things like that. Oh yeah. And I've definitely gotten one or two people where, right, they get, yeah, because the it, yeah. it's just following them, right? And they're, it's just kind of like, leave me alone. <laughs> kind of I have no interest in this. Why do yeah. I keep seeing this? And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, come on. I'm like, Facebook's creepy, man. Not, not lead Inferno. <laughs> like, don't put us together. But then I'm like, well, we're the run ones running the ads on it. So, guess, so be yeah. it. So, yeah. Necessary evil. Yeah. Necessary. Necessary evil. So much of it. Necessary evil. So, yeah. Marketing. All right. Well, thanks, Aaron. 
Yeah, great to catch up, Darren. And, you know, we kind of, this should be exactly about a month from when we released our last episode. So hopefully we can keep on this like four week uh, cadence. Yep. It's usually my fault, but uh, hopefully we can keep on that and, and keep going and keep covering a lot of, a lot of great content. There's endless things to talk about. So certainly uh, let's, let's get another one on the books for August. All right. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. Leave us a review if you'd like, or drop us a question on email uh, or Twitter if there's something you'd like covered or like us to talk about, and we'll yep. we'll be in your earbuds soon. Yeah, leave us a review, and then check out and also recommend our products. That would be great. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> That's marketing, yeah. baby. There All you right. go. Okay. See ya. See ya.